You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Happy Hour with Jamie. I'm here with Tom. Say hi, Tom. Hi, Jamie. And Dave. Hi. And our guest of honor, Zachary Louie. Say hi, Zach. Hi, Jamie. Insert Low applause. Listeners. How's your day going, Zach? Pretty Perfect. good. Hey. That was beautiful. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, it's going well, Jamie. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. What'd you do all day today? Same thing as always. Okay. Yep. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. Prospecting for new business as usual. Really? How'd you do that? Pick up the phone. Which phone did you pick up? <laughs> well, we got a cell phone. Um, got a desk phone. Mm-hmm. Um, utilize those two mostly. Which yep. do you prefer? <laughs> um, sometimes I'll use the desk phone just uh, you know, change it, change it up a little bit. But typically the cell phone. Are you uncomfortable yeah. right now? I'm getting there. Good, good. Don't worry. The whole podcast system made you feel uncomfortable. Let's not get off the phone theme just yet. So, because I do want to know, like, all right, so you use your cell phone most of the time when you dial. Um, Are you using a dialer with your cell phone, or are you using just your cell phone and hand dialing? Uh, A little bit of both. Yeah. So fortunately, my my broker provides a uh, a dialer. (laughs) We do. Yep. So, yep. so we've got a system where you can dial three lines at one time. Right. Um, which, I mean, is incredibly useful. I can't imagine trying to prospect without that. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the mood I'm in. Some days I, I will prefer to just hand dial and, you know, think, you know, think a little bit more before calling. Gotcha. But uh, today we were really focused on just hitting numbers, talking to as many people as we could. Just having as many real estate conversations as possible in one day, um, so it's just dialing lights out. Ah, what what's that called? What, what it sounds like a race you were in. Yeah, boss called it a bold one hundred. Okay, yep, race to boss. hit one hundred real boss. estate conversations in one you know, day. It's really weird when someone calls someone their boss. <laughs> my boss, Brian. Feels, feels real. Time, you're my boss. <laughs> yeah, sure See, am. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about the brokerage <laughs> I love. It's like I tell I tell people, you know. I have so many bosses. I have so many bosses, but at the same time, I'm run my own business, right? So, all right, everyone, let's time. rewind because no one knows who Zach Louie is. So let's rewind to who he is. Zach, how long have you been with us? You can take a drink first. Go ahead. <laughs> no dead sound. No dead sound. <laughs> well, um, let's see. I started December of uh, 2017. Okay. Yep, so a year and 16, a half. 17 months, yep. Okay. What did you what did you do before you came to Real Team? Uh, I owned my own painting business. Okay. Why did you decide real estate? Well, Jamie had been uh, wanting to get into real estate for some time. Even um I think 2014 is when I took my first real estate course. Mhm. Um I was living in Grand Rapids at the time, and uh, things kind of changed a little bit in my life. I I was really ramping up the painting business, and um, between 2014 and 2017, when I finally ended up taking the state exam, um, I was having success with the painting business, um, but I relocated to Metro Detroit, and I felt like it was a good time for a new, new chapter, new change, and... That changed my focus. 
Okay. So you took your first course in 2014. Yep. Did you pass your test the first time you took it? Actually, I did not. No? no. How many times did took, you have to take it? Took me two different tries. Okay. Yep. And, um, yeah, I hated that they didn't tell you, you know, which which questions you got wrong on the exam. Yeah. But uh, I don't go around bragging that I failed the exam the first time. That's okay. <laughs> most most have, people did. We have a lot of top producers that did not pass it their first time. Um, yeah. I failed the salesperson test twice. Okay. And passed my third time or my fourth time, I think. Yeah, it's not easy. No. And some people just naturally aren't good at taking tests. They might know a lot and could be very competent, but they just when they get in front of a testing screen, they freak out. Well, Anthony Toko cried when he passed his. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I've known him a long time. He's failed a lot of tests. Hey, I've seen him cry a lot. lot. Yeah, Yeah, he does. Not to hijack this podcast, but we got to get Toko on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. I mean, I can call him right now. We can maybe get him here in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> have, him call, have him call him to the line right now. That'd be awesome. I'll talk to <laughs> All right, Louis. So you came to Metro Detroit. You yep. said, I want to start a new chapter. You were thinking of real estate. So where'd you hear of Real Team? Why Real Team? Did you talk sure. to other brokerages? Like, how'd you get here? Yeah. So um, I did it maybe backwards. Um, Compared to some agents, I got my license first before really interviewing brokers mm-hmm. and and focusing on that. I um I passed the exam and then I went out. I started interviewing brokers um, between October and December of uh, 2017, and I probably sat down with six different brokers. Okay, and studied splits, um, things that they don't teach you in the the state exam. And, um, you know, study different cultures in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember cold calling the the desk line that I use all the time in the St. Clair Shores office and, you know, asking uh, an agent that worked there at the time, you know, can I speak with whoever hires agents in your office? I'd like to sit down and interview and talk to you guys about joining the team. Who, who answered the phone? Uh, it was an agent. His name is Todd. Yep. Okay. So that's that's interesting. I want to rewind just a minute. Okay, so you did that, and then you who'd you meet with? Met with Brian May. Okay, cool. Yep. So you said that you interviewed agents, you looked at, you researched their sales and splits. Why the fuck would you choose realty if you were, <laughs> if you were looking at the splits? Sure, I was wondering. sure. I remember um, this one guy saying uh, he had um, he was an independent broker. Uh, I think it was North Oakland County, and. He, I think I saw an ad on Craigslist or something, mm-hmm. and um, he was paying his agents ninety percent. And it was one of those. I talked to him for ten minutes over the phone and knew that it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what skills you're going to give me, and then I realized like I, I really will need a mentor if I want to be successful in this. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I wasn't sure. I was still procrastinating about keeping the painting business going mm-hmm. and doing real estate part time. Um, and then I remember sitting down with Brian. And he stressed me that he wants me to be a full time agent. You know, we at Real Team, we we like to only work with full time agents. And it opened my eyes, and I, and I realized I could actually probably I could actually do that. Um, but the painting business was going good. It was going well, but we ro- like I said, we I relocated from Grand Rapids, kind of closed shop, and I was almost starting from square one. And I was working on a business plan to potentially get a small business loan open up a shop, take a really big step. Right. Um, 
and then I I passed the state exam for real estate, and I thought, well, I got another option here, and um, here we are. Do you ever miss painting? I do. I was thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys are getting the painting painters are getting really busy right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It just every April, May, we would be really be ramping up. This time of year, I would be hiring new employees and lining up my spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking and, of know. getting busy, I think uh, <laughs> your business has has been getting busy. I couldn't pick up a painting job right now if I wanted to. So, so I have a, yeah. a theory you may have heard of. It's the space shuttle theory. You know, like well, I always talk about new agents. It takes eighty percent of their fuel to get off into the stratosphere. So you're at about that point. You said eighteen months. Yeah, yeah eighteen right. months in is about when I think that period ends. When you've spent eighty percent of all your fuel. So has it just been like? An absolute grind to for the last eighteen months for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. For well, for my schedule right now, my girlfriend is is she's in school still too, and um, with her schedule, you know, I don't feel too bad about working till eight p.m. on a week, you know, on weekdays. And do you feel like my do you Saturday. feel like you've now that you've spent a lot of this feel, you've broken through the atmosphere, and things are starting to happen now a lot easier? I've I, honestly, Tom, I just have my head down, just doing what. What what works? Um, I've been getting a lot of pats on the back, and uh, but, so I, you've been doing basically the same thing. Basically, yeah. Okay, yeah. but are your results different now? Like, are you getting more? Cl- Do you have more volume closed last month than you know four months ago? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's growing, and are you I'm realizing referral what, business? We're getting there. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. My phone is is starting to ring. Great. That's there, a good so. feeling. That's a great feeling right. when you first start off. Like but it, you're, that's what people don't get. It takes that 18 months to, to get to there where he's just at the very beginning of that pro- process where your phone rings organically now just yeah. from being in the business and well, doing it. Think about think about why people are attracted to this industry, right? They're they're attracted to this to real estate because of the income potential, right? So like it's a sprint, right? And it's you know, they think it's a sprint, it's really a marathon. It takes like, you know, like you said 12, 18 months to, to finally get a foundation, right? right. And, then, and then it starts to grow and build, and year over year over year, it's going to continue to get better as long as you're doing the right things. And that's the problem with one of the, with like a, a, a company that will give you that 90 or 100% split, right, is when you go there, not only do you have to sprint that hard in the beginning, but and you've got to pay, what, five grand a year for your own leads and right. your desk fees and all of the stuff that at Realty, I mean, you didn't have to worry about paying that. I think sure. the only thing you had to pay was like your license fee. Right, right. Right? So it's like that's also kind of different. Like that's holding you down when you're trying to blast off. So Yeah, absolutely. And I mean real teams up front about all that when you start. I I love that continue education. You know, they real team reminds me when I need to take it. They, you know, they organize a opportunity for all, the agents to call all come together and get it out of the way. Um do you feel yeah. like we're providing you value? Absolutely, yeah. Good. I don't know what the other side of the fence looks like. I've been with you guys since I started. It's true. No, that's. that's hey, Louie. It's been great. Just keep your head down, Louie. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move away from talking about real team for a second. What's uh, what's one thing that you've learned about yourself since you started real estate? Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned about myself since I started real estate mm-hmm. probably um. Well, probably that uh, I'm good with scheduling. I'm I'm very good at um, managing a schedule. 
and um, time blocking. Which uh, what's a lot other... one thing that you've learned about yourself, like emotionally, like as a person since you started real estate? One thing I've like I can tell. Okay, so I think she like, wants I'll you to cry you, or something. Right, no, seriously. Like, no, tell I'll, a sad give you, story I'll give you cry. an example. Like, sure. Once I obviously think that I'm <laughs> the best in the entire world at everything. So once I started real estate <laughs> and like really getting into real estate, I learned that I really fucking hate being wrong, and I hate mm-hmm. when anyone calls me out, and I hate to admit when I'm wrong. So you haven't always been this way, huh? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's something that I learned about myself. I'm uh, not no, I, I probably learned that I'm I'm pretty good with rejection. You're gonna get a lot of that in any sales job. But um, I've I've uh, I've realized I've been tested with rejection since I started, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna overcome in rejection. And was this the first focus. like time in your life that you've felt that kind of rejection? I've worked sales jobs before, but okay. so no, <laughs> so no, but. Uh, no, what used to get me down in sales, like I, I used to work in sales when I first got out of college. Uh-huh. I was um, doing a lot of cold calling for what it doesn't matter, a sales job. Okay. And um, I remember, you know, getting yelled at over the phone, you know, somebody telling you to F off. Uh-huh. You can say fuck on, your... on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. They would tell me, they'd say, Zach, go fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> okay. And, uh, and I remember at that, you know, at that age and, and at that time in my sales career, it would, you know, almost throw my day off. Right. Get me second guessing. I've learned how to emotionally block that and just move on and stick with, you know, what originally got me, you know, motivated to pick are. up the phone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, this, is, something. this is called a pattern interrupt. You ready, Louie? Ready. <laughs> Tell the audience and uh, Jamie and Tom what a cut pot is. What cut pot? A cut pot? Yeah. Is you that know what a b- cut pot is? I do not know. Come on, man. You're a painter. I sell paints. Oh, I know yeah. What cut sure. pots are. Okay. It's a gallon, man. It's just a gallon. Yeah, okay. just a gallon. Of favorite <laughs> favorite roller nap. Go. <laughs> uh, Purdy half inch. <laughs> uh, half inch nap, Purdy marathon. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Nine inch. All right. So tell me, like. Um, Hello. Oh, is this Brian Gron? This is. Oh, Brian Gron. Hey, welcome to HHWJ. How are you hey, doing? Hey, Brian. What's, up, What's Brian? up, buddy? Hey, Brian. I bet you didn't think I was going to call. I didn't think that you were going to call. <laughs> Gron, nobody thought you were going to call. I just texted you. Hey, and it, it worked. I'm uh, doing something that's an uncomfortable feeling for me, and uh, but I only got like a minute because I got to pick up my son from school. Okay, hey, Brian. We have Zach Louie here with us. Hey, boss. We wanted so to know. Not. We want to know. Do you really? Does he really call you boss at work? He does call me boss. He, call, he, always, he always calls me boss. I love that. And, uh, he does. And Louis, uh, I can't say enough good things about Louis. This guy's a grinder. Okay, gr- what do you mean by that? Grinds, man. He'll do whatever it takes. Uh, he's constantly <laughs> working. Uh, if he's not at the office, I know he's out there working somewhere. Um, he's always grinding. Give us one quick fifteen-second funny story about Zach Louis. Oh, man, that is put me on the spot. Tell him about my calendar. Funny story. Tell hey, about I, my... yeah, tell him about the calendar, please, God. Calendar? Uh, uh, it's funny. Every morning we go through uh, appointments from the previous day, how they went. Um, and I uh, some days, you know, obviously if Louie's busy, he's not there right in the morning, I'll hit him up in the afternoon. And uh, uh, hey, Louie, how this appointment go? It was about two days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What's his name? And I have to repeat the name, and then he'll flip up through his uh, his nice handy dandy desk calendar, and uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I did go on that one. That one went well. Uh, and then he tells me the story. So I uh, encourage the guy to use a Google Calendar, but uh, hey, if the, um, if the writing it down works better for him, works for me. Old-fashioned planner. What other things Great. do you do that are old-fashioned? <laughs> I got some. Louis wears uh, white sneakers with khakis. <laughs> he does. And he wears um, his keys on the outside of his pants. Are these <laughs> Both make me very are, happy. Are these part of the reasons why you have a crush on him? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. He, he acts like an old man. You should hear some of his music selections. Oh, boy. Let's hit us with it. Yeah, what's your, what's your uh, best music selection? Yeah, you know, he brings the iPad in, and I, I don't mind it. I like all music. I really doesn't. I don't turn anything down, but... Uh, Man, there's some stuff on there. There's some shit on there I've never even heard before. <laughs> you know I like a variety, right, Brian? And variety is what we get. I, I really never know what you're going to get uh, when you come into the office and it's on, but I listen to it, and most of it I enjoy. Hey, Gron, what would the office be like so, if Louie wasn't there? Um, definitely would be a lot lower. It, it, the energy Louie brings that, he's the, he's the guy that's always around the office. Uh, he's easy to talk to, chant it up with you. You can relate easy to Louie. Um, I, like I said, I can't say enough good things about him. Without him in the office, would, I really don't know would where you, we would be. Would you call him a St. Clair Shores all-star? <laughs> Absolutely. Man, man had uh, <laughs> six listings uh, last month. That's not a, that's not a wow. bad month. Wow, six listings last month. Applause? Well, let's all clap. Let's give him a hand. Hey, 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 that's awesome. Be more, uh, six, more, more actual listings than that. That's pretty good. Thank you, Brian. All right, Gron. Okay, no everybody, Brian Gron, CSL of St. Clair Shores. Thanks for being our first call-in guest. And, <laughs> Thanks, uh, Gron. We love you. I hope you have a fantastic ride home, buddy. Love you guys, too. Thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll talk more. See ya. Okay, bye. Louie, what's the first thing that you notice about this industry once you got settled in? Mm-hmm. Um, there's not only one. There's not just one formula to success. Um. There's so many different types of personalities and agents, and um, I love that. It's it's um, anybody could could do this. You, you know, it's just a matter of sticking to it, and um, yeah, sticking to it. Cool. A lot of people don't make it 16 months in real estate when they go full time. What? Why do you think you did make it? What? What was it? I kind of just kept showing up. You know, kept doing the things that worked and identify the things that didn't work. And stop doing them. How close um, were you to not showing up ever? Or were you always like still just head down grinding? I, I'll tell you this. Any day that I don't want to show up, I'll just go to a different office. and it'll, That's cool. You know, change, <laughs> change of pace and Was try there to, ever a time? It's a great strategy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Was there ever a time where you were like, fuck, this fucking sucks. Like I'm all set. Today? No, not really. Not really. I, no? Yeah. Because uh, I, yeah. I feel that way at least once a week. <laughs> There's some days where I do want to just hide and, and turn yeah. my phone over, but that's just, I mean, that'll just make things worse. What do you know? do? What do you do? Like, you got to get away from your phone, right? Sure. And doing what we do is hard. So like, what do you, what do you, do you get away from your phone for like, say more than six to eight hours ever? <laughs> yeah. Every time I do, it's a, uh, it's hard. I want to pick it up and, and want to. You know, get back to my clients or whatever, whatever my business was at. But um, no, I golf on the weekends. I play hockey. Um, my girlfriend and I love. We're foodies. We'll go to different restaurants and bars and explore. And you, and you um, sh- make sure you don't take phone calls then. 
I do, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I remember Chandler Nash telling me That's once, uh, you know, if you're when you're in the office, you're 100 percent in the office. When you're out of the office, you're 100 percent out. So yeah, I agree with I that. Think of awesome. That. Yeah. What has what's been your just give me one situation, like your biggest challenge since <laughs> you started, or maybe not one situation, just like what's the hardest part? It, um, yeah, I dealt, I remember dealing with a very emotional client one time. Um, okay. we were selling their home, and and um, this is three months in my career, and uh, you know, we probably did we overpriced it a little bit, okay, and then did um, Danny Shake help you? Because <laughs> he's really good at that. <laughs> no, he did not help me price <laughs> okay. it. Okay, I just told him I got it listed. We high fived and uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean we were we were a little overpriced, and um, I had a hard time telling them that. And um, mm-hmm. we sat on the market a long time, a couple months, and uh, we watched other homes in the subdivision sell. And um, you know, I kept blaming myself. That you know, you know but eventually, well, we, it was we, your fault. So yeah, you it was have for sure. Yourself, yeah, for looking sure. back, it was. But yeah, um, dealing so with with an emotional client, we, we, I mean, we ended up reducing the price to where we needed to be, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we settled with a with a buyer, and they fortunately that co op agent was was very good, mm-hmm. and um, we did we made it to the closing table, um, not as quick as I told them I'd like to. But um, yeah, dealing with an emotional client as a you know three months into the business, and that a probably, big learning and that probably not easy. Had, yeah. No, and that probably hasn't gone away, right? Like you still have emotional clients. Yeah, all your clients aren't level headed. Yeah, I I work. Yeah, but I have the experience now. And um, so, how do you deal with it now? Just lay out expectations from the very beginning, and don't sugarcoat anything. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. It's very true. Don't rush to get out the door. You, you know. Sometimes people go in, they'll just want to get what they need to get done and get out, you know, really show them that you care and really do care. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like your old man tendencies don't let you rush to do anything, whether it's a <laughs> phone call or anything. You just kind of. <laughs> so we just went through that disc training earlier this week, right? Yeah. yeah. What would you guys say Louie is just off the top of your head? I would say he's. A, IS. Yeah. I was going to say a high IS. Do you, do you remember know? what high IS was? Yeah. S is stability. Stability. I means you're good at people. Cautious, calculated, you know, very uh, methodical, pretty methodical, analytical. Right. And then also the high eyes. He has uh, good persuasion sw- skills. He can influence. He's out, a gregarious person, can talk to people. Gregarious. And, Ooh, that's like a that. good word. I just Googled it, yeah. actually. I don't know what it means. So, Louie, you should check out the, uh, the disc assessment. It'll help you uh, help you grow your business. Okay. So what's what's next for you? Are you? I mean, you've been doing this eighteen months. Do you see yourself doing this for the next twenty years? Yeah, I do, Dave. Um, yeah, I, you know, at this point, you know, sixteen, seventeen months in, I've I've had some success, and and I know the ins and outs of most transactions. Um, but my focus this year is is just to do as many deals as possible. I'm sticking with that, and then probably next year. I'll really focus on getting in higher price point markets um, to where this year I'm still, this is my second year in, and I'm still just trying to pick up as, and do as many deals as possible. Can I ask so, a question? Yeah. This might be a hard hitter, but um, there, there were some guys that you worked with in your office, great guys about your age, younger guys, and they left. They left real team and went somewhere else. And they were like, you know, they were core players. They were, they were, 
wasn't just someone that started there and quit real quick. These were guys that like mattered to us and guys we cared we, about them and they were successful. And, yeah, and, and you we, were in a small office with them and you're we're friends with them. I'm sure are still are friends with them. So I'm sure you've got these guys talking to you about, dude, the grass is so much better over here. Where your buddy, like what what's going on? Like so why do you stay? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they, you know, what we do is for the betterment of our futures and ourselves and the people that we care about, right? So for whatever reason, you're just, you've decided to stay in this vehicle that we've built mm-hmm. instead of getting out and getting into another vehicle thinking it's going to go faster, right? So why are you sticking with, with real team? Like what keeps you there? And before you answer, can you give us like the raw answer and not yeah, like the not cheesy, like just the real not shit. the sugarcoat answers, give us the fucking real answer. Yeah, no, I'm um I'm just personally I've committed to it for a year. I don't you know, I don't want to shake things up in my life and then w- the formula that we're going by is working. Um Yeah, I trust in our owners too. I I trust in their vision. Um those guys you know that left to focus on those higher price point markets and new builds. Um they came from a different place than I did. You know, and and I do want that eventually in my career to to be working those higher price point homes and um, you know, obviously bigger house means more money in my pocket, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I think the more deals I do uh, this at this stage of my career, that's just going to prepare me that much more for when I move to that focus. Once you get to that point where you're like, man, I really am thinking about jumping. Mm-hmm. Will you please just tell me what <laughs> we could ever possibly do to sure. make it so you don't. Yeah, I think the reason the only reason I could see myself moving on from this brokerage right. was to um start another business, another facet. Um but I mean there's guys in our brokerage that are doing just that. Yeah. You know, I'd like to in the five year plan uh pick up some investment properties of my own and uh you know have income properties, investment properties, but um yeah, no, we want full time agents at Real Team, and and right now that's my focus, just cool. full time real estate. So, how many hours a week are you putting in? I don't count. I don't keep track. Give me an day. estimate. It would yeah. be really sad. You wouldn't even want to do it. No, let's. I mean, I'm in the office at eight a.m. I I get home and about eight p.m. just about every day. So that's twelve times five, sixty hours. Uh, yeah. What about Saturdays and, and Sundays? Saturdays and Sundays, at least three to four hours on on Saturday. Sunday, I've honestly been focusing on on myself if uh if i don't have an open house that i need to do i try to get everything done on saturday okay but so 65 70 hours yeah so it's a it's a massive commitment of time right like it's sweat equity really mm-hmm. is what it is you know you have to put that time in i think like you said that 80 percent of the fuel gets used like you have to heavily front load in this career mm-hmm. you have to it's just that's how you build your foundation. And I, I see that in you too. Like I see you doing that. I know you're out there grinding cause I see the Slack messages coming across or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I know that you're out there doing it and it's going to pay, pay dividends. I think in the long run. Zach, are you from this area originally? I grew up in Clarkston. Oh, in yep. Clarkston. Okay. But then you were in on the West side for a long time. Yeah. So I went to Western Michigan university, lived in Kalamazoo for four years. Go Broncos. Yeah. Go Broncos, baby. And then, um, <laughs> Yeah, like I mentioned, I worked some sales jobs after college. I found myself in Grand Rapids. So from like basically when you left high school to um, 
what, 2017, you mm-hmm. were on the West Side. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was. So your SOI business is probably not like kicking as much as some of the people that grew up in the area around here mm-hmm. is. So like you've had to live on on what, like a lot of web leads and ISA deals and... Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, yes, I mean, 100%. I, um, I've done a couple of SOI deals with um, buddies from college. But those are guys that I met in Kalamazoo or Grand Rapids and relocated out here around the same time I did. So, so what you say? Um, like ninety percent of your business is, yeah, is, is uh, um, web leads and yeah. and uh, real team real estate generated. Got it. So cool. It's a yeah great brokerage for a guy like me. Right, right. You're doing great at it, man. Yeah, <laughs> should be calling my SOI more, but well, or just there. make more friends. Shouldn't I guess. we all? Yeah. We all unless exactly. your name is that, unless your name is Danny Sheck, flawless, flawless execution. Okay, that's that's disgusting. That Stop calling him flawless. <laughs> no, I didn't call him flawless. I called his execution flawless. Oh. Agree. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, that's what, that's I, hope I hope he doesn't listen to this one. He never. He's ADD. He only makes it ten minutes, and he he oh, already no turned doubt. it off. There's zero option. He made it this far. Hey, Danny, when you get to this point in the podcast, text me one one two two. Okay, we'll see if that ever happens. And Jamie will give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> and Jamie will give you a hundred dollars. Let's see if this claim goes on 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 uh, warranted here. All right, uh, Louis. What is one thing that you have failed at that you didn't expect to fail at during my real estate career? Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. One thing I failed at that I didn't expect to fail at. Um. Gee, Jamie. You like that question? Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. I, um, I'll tell you this. I've, I, before getting into real estate and always, I've always wanted to be known as someone who's punctual, mm-hmm. always on time and, you know, never cancel an appointment. But, um, I remember when I first started double booking myself Ooh. and, you know, having to. Because of that, that damn yeah. desk calendar? Probably, you but. You just got to keep it straight. No, when you're. Your Google calendar alerts you if there's two things at one time. <laughs> Yeah, I but what do you do then? What do you do then? Well, I, mean, I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I like, hate being late and I hate having to move and people's real schedules around. Makes and, that happen to you? Like those show, like you'll get on a showing and it'll, you know, it'll turn into an hour and it's not like most showings are 15 minutes and we should be done by now. But right. you can't like cut them short, especially you know they want to see more of the house. They're like legitimately thinking about writing an offer. Like so now that appointment you had scheduled it cuts yeah. into it and it's like I hear you. I'm the same way. I'm anal about making my appointments. Mm-hmm. And it pushed you into that. You're saying it pushed you into that uncomfortable area where you were not that guy anymore. Exactly. You or, were late. Yeah, either that or just, I mean, I don't, my schedule, you know, I can work with, but I hate messing up other people's schedules or, you know, changing plans last minute with people. Right. But um, it's the nature of the business. Yeah. How do you deal with it? <laughs> just be honest. Don't bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Hmm. Dave, what else you got? I know you had a lot of good questions for Louie. You were excited about him being here. I was. Um, <laughs> I was not. Dave, like, I, was, I was. I was. Not <laughs> I was. I was. This is really annoying. I'm all set. I've got some other great questions. Um, number one. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think that Dave had one coming. But Go, ahead, okay. Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. I'll refine no, it in my no, head. That was my head fake. That was my pump fake. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's fast forward five years into the future. So it's 2024, mm-hmm. May 2nd. What is Zach Louie doing with Real Team Real Estate? 
Um, yeah, probably showing be, up at 10 a.m. Just to be no. clear, you're you're definitely still at Real Team and you're never leaving. So yeah, go ahead. What no. are you doing five years from now? No, absolutely. I um, <laughs> probably uh, probably showing up a little bit later. You know, um, yeah. I mean, focusing on. I like I said, by that time, I'd love to have some investment properties, and um, you know, expand my, you know, have a portfolio of properties. And um, just having more than just one focus in the office. Um, Louis not but, dreaming uh, you, big you're enough. You're trying Dave. to no. Dave wants me to say oh, I'm probably running a store, and um, he doesn't want you to say no, anything. Having a couple. We want to know what you want. Let's okay. Let's pause what your answer is right now, Dave. Right, right. What did you ask me the other day? I remember what I asked you, but I don't remember the word. So tell me. So, Dave asked me. I don't even think he mentioned your name first. He just said. I think the question was, who do you think is going to be the next door leader, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. <laughs> yep. That and as much as I hate inflating people's egos and I hate giving people props, I said, Zach Louie, no question. 100%. He's like, do you really think that? You think that he's going to do that? And I said, yeah, 100%. If he wants that, he's going to be that. So is that something that you want? Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, even 16, 17 months into the business, I do love you know, working with the brand new agents uh-huh. and telling them about all the mistakes I made, how to avoid them. Um, so I do love that. You know, I definitely see myself being a mentor to other people that were in my shoes. Um, however, I don't know. I guess I'd have to interview for the store leader position. Well, why is, this, I guess why the is question this so politically is, correct? I know. Seriously. Like, here's the question. Do you want to be Matt Barron who just wants to not give a fuck about Don't. anything but do it? And that's okay. We love Matt Barron. He wants to focus on his own business. I wouldn't business. say he doesn't give not. No, he gives a fuck about me, a lot of things. No, for sure. But he doesn't yeah. He doesn't give a fuck about being a store leader. No, correct. He doesn't care about leadership. He that's doesn't what, want to yeah, be in a leadership that, position. That's what I was trying to Sorry, Matt Barron. I know you're not listening to this. <laughs> well, for sure he's not. No, for sure. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Do you want to, like, there's people who want to be like Matt Barron. He's going to be successful. And at the end of the day, right. he's going to help people if they ask him yeah. for help. He wants to be a key club. Right. But he wants to have his freedom. He wants to do his business. I think he does. I think that's the route Zach wants to go. Just, or, I think he wants to get to ten million dollars, get the stite, get the marketing budget, get the trip, get to get all the stuff that the mm-hmm. key club has. But then just like flip properties and be a property manager and build his real estate empire. I don't know. He just I said that he like, like he just said that. that he likes mentoring people and answering questions. But that's just who he is. Exactly. I don't know. Can I be a little hybrid of both? Here comes comes the direct question. Here's the polar opposites. Adam Blake is teaching courses in the evenings and he's just a coach and coach and a mentor. And like, no, I love that. Uh, But, and then Matt Barron is just, he's, his biggest focus is how much is coming into his bank account. Yeah. And I respect both of those. And I'm. So if given the opportunity in the next three to five years, would you want to be a CSL at Realty well, Real Estate? I'll tell you this. I could, before that, even, I could see myself getting more involved with boards of real estate, which I haven't even considered. Um, you, you know, I know the, you know, the the board has classes and networking events. I haven't even what's dabbled the, what's in What's the either. why behind that? What do you want to accomplish? Just to be in, more involved with the industry and, um, Got yeah, it. I mean, right now I'm just a salesman and, um, you know, I'd like to be I'd more consultant, involved with consultant, I'd start, consultant. consultant. I mean, I'd start <laughs> doing the flip thing instead of getting involved in that stuff. That stuff's mm-hmm. just a lot of people talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. None of those people are doing stuff. 
Getting ready to get ready? Yeah, they're all getting ready to get ready and talk about, oh, this is what we should do with the board, and this is the way we should go. But it's like Here's the brutal truth how we feel about the board of real estate. <laughs> I mean, we pay our dues, and I respect the fact that they're there, and they serve a purpose, but um, they're not like making you know sweeping changes that are going to really impact Zach Louie's life. Yeah, That's true. But No, I guess now that you guys have got me thinking about it. Ooh, like, the seed uh, has been planted. Yeah. Own a couple more suits. Drive a nicer car. <laughs> um, he is a true salesman. But I love it. No, I'm. Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't um, completely throw it out that I, I could see myself being a store leader one. Well, day so sure. like here's the here are the two like routes really right. It's it's leadership or it's it's key club right. Like focus on sales or leadership. Yeah, yeah, sales or leadership. Focus Correct. on building your client base, referrals, and investing that money, or going to leadership. If, if that's your thing, right? Like it's not meant for everybody. It's one or the other, really. And it could be both, but here's the thing. It's about just being on the path. Like, did, like choose a path and get on it. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't turn around and go back the other way and get on the other path at some point. But yeah, pick one of those paths because I think you'll have a much more clear vision of what you want to do when you wake up and sit down and write out your goals for the day, right? Absolutely. So, as long as you're on a path. For sure. Both of them lead to a very good place. Absolutely. So Louie reminded uh, me of you the other day, Tom, because I don't. we were in the office and we were – I think I was talking to Baron and we were like talking about like working out or something in the morning. And I was like, Louie, what do you do to get ready for your day? What did you say, Louie? <laughs> ten push-ups first thing in the morning. Yeah, I said, buddy. <laughs> I said ten. <laughs> and he was, I asked him why. Why did you say you did ten push-ups? It's, get me started. Get the blood flowing. <laughs> It's easy. Get yeah. the blood yeah, flowing. It's, easy. it's right. the same same reason he probably makes his bed every day. Yeah, and if I don't, I'll have regrets. Do like, you make your bed yeah. every day? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so he has regrets every day. <laughs> but it was just funny because like he like the things that not that the things that you do in the morning aren't like You're saying that because every time I do a huddle I do push ups. <laughs> no, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying is we have Danny Schick and we have Everyone that's like, okay, we go to the gym and we work out for an hour and a half and we do this, we do this, and we do do this to get pumped up. We're at the office at 645. But what you do works for you and it's all you need and it's impactful and like yeah. it's a routine. You guys are and all so like I- 10 to 20 years younger than me. Like Correct. when I was your age, I'm sure I did that shit. Probably well, not, but <laughs> whatever. I'm sure and, I did. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think it's good. I don't think it's a bad thing. And should I be doing that? Yes, absolutely. 100% I should be on that schedule. But I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. So my point was... You're not was, afraid to admit it. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. So my point okay was, with that. we were all talking about going to the gym, and Louie was like, yeah, I did 10 push-ups, and then I was ready to go. Right. I'm with Louie. I'm immediately, on the Louie's plate. I immediately saw Why do I need a gym membership? Hey, I'll do like, 10 to 25 push-ups a day. If, if that's the goal, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> but waking up at 6 a.m. and running five miles and... You're all set. Lifting a bunch of weight. Sounds aggressive. Doing squats. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Burpees. Right, no. My wife does all that. It's probably yeah, worth trying. That's why your wife's in so yeah. much better shape than you are. No doubt. Still my wife. <laughs> You're a lucky man. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Tommy, what else? You you have a couple of good questions for Louie, eh? Um, or at least one more? Well, yeah, one more. What was your favorite bar in Kalamazoo? Probably Shakespeare's Pub. And why? Lower level concerts. It's dark down there. Music. So you're a music it's guy. Dark, it's dark. It's down dark there. down there. Yeah. Sounds creepy. No, but. Kalamazoo. The bar scene was fantastic. Yeah. Was it? So um, there's another bar in Kalamazoo. Uh, it's 
called Up and Unders. Some of our listeners out there might know. Um, <laughs> but, the, you know, they, that was going to be, uh, that was up for sale last fall. And a lot of Kalamazoo natives were, were up in arms about it. And um, met with an old buddy over the weekend. He still lives in Kalamazoo, and he, he assured me that it's no longer for sale. Up and Unders is going to stay. You bought it? Things haven't changed. No, I, I don't know what the deal is. That he's telling me it's not for sale anymore. But oh, good. I'll be back to Up and Unders. Maybe we'll Kalamazoo have to have a, uh, there. a shot there sometime. Absolutely. All right. Maybe for okay. Central Western weekend. Who's got, the better, who's got the better bar scene, KZU or Grand Rapids? Uh, probably Kalamazoo, in my opinion. Because that's where, I first, that's where I started. That's where I started. That was my first bar scene. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Fair, okay. I've been so. going to those bars since I was 18. Right. Or nine, 21. Yeah. yeah, that's right. 21. 21. <laughs> they didn't let him in until he was 21. Oh, uh, one last question and then we'll finish up here. Um, I also have one. So oh, this could sorry. be your last this question. This is my last question. Okay, go And ahead. then I'll finish up here. Okay. Um. So <laughs> marijuana. Sure. <laughs> um, do you, uh, are, are you seeing a lot of just requests or people that are looking to buy or have you seen any to buy in- marijuana? No, not, oh. no, not to buy marijuana. <laughs> so he's like, I don't have, I ran out of my, it's not talking to you as a real estate agent. Um, have, right, right, have right. you seen, uh, have you seen anything change with the way that people are interested in properties regarding either medical marijuana or, sure. you know, the, the legalization of marijuana moving forward? Sure. Yeah. So I took a, um, we call it a sign call, you know, it's the, Call the There's a call right on the hotline. Yep, and um, she was uh, telling me that she's she's looking for a retail location, um, New Baltimore, but she's also open to other areas. And and uh, as we're trained, I'm just trying to dig deeper. You, you know, what other areas are you specifically interested in? What you know, what's your intentions with this retail outlet? And basically, I had to dig it out of her that that they're trying to sell marijuana. Okay, and. Um, like open I, a dispensary. Uh, open a dispensary, multiple different locations. They were looking for retail locations. Yeah. Yep. And um I was I was surprised. It was funny. She sounded like a young young lady. Um, Did you ever meet not her? Average. Not yet, no, but uh I got her set up on a search and Okay. Um yeah. So you've only had one call to answer surprised. the question or No, no, honestly I've I've <laughs> the multiple people. Um had a couple listing appointments where they'll they'll tell me ahead of time by the way the basement you know is i got a, a marijuana growing operation down there and uh, that's no problem sir you know <laughs> i'm gonna come over so there properly. i just yeah. saw it on an appraisal not too long ago picture yeah, the basement growing like a huge <laughs> like, grow operation in the basement yeah. that's yeah. great well, all right cool just wondering just yeah, checking in I mean, I like real estate and I like marijuana, so I just yeah, like no, and to I, marry the and one more. Likes I mean, marijuana more than real estate. Just to be clear, <laughs> that's not true because without real estate, there's no marijuana. Correct. I'm sorry. I take it back. Nothing wrong with that. That's deep. That was deep. Thought, all right. So provoking. I have one. Just Below one other question. To <laughs> dig deep, and then Dave's going to end with a a question on a light end. Louis, what is what are you grateful for? And you're like not like not a cheesy answer. Just like what are you grateful for? Yeah, you don't want me to say my family and no, my loved ones. I don't. My health. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm grateful that uh I've you know, I've got um opportunity that there's there's millions of other people would never have um in the first place. So um that's pretty cheesy, huh? Yes. Okay. I blacked out. I don't know. I was just no. hoping for something else, but it's good. No, grateful for all the little things. Okay. Uh, honestly, um, grateful for my loved ones for putting up with me. Mm. 
because um, yeah, I can be a pain in the ass and yeah. <laughs> what more are you looking for? You want I to say think I'm, that's it. You want to say I'm <laughs> okay. Grateful Jamie is always challenging me. <laughs> there you go. You got it. You nailed it. You are. You're grateful for Jamie. Jamie's that's what I wanted. <laughs> Tell me you're thankful for me. You oh, made my, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Last question. We've asked every uh, guest on the show, I think, to this point. Wait. Hold on. Can we talk about? No. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. But I think it's important. Go ahead. I would like every listener that's still listening 47 minutes into the show, which is no one, <laughs> to know that. Zach Louie was our first real team agent guest that was scheduled. Boom. Oh, really? Great. Fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, nice, thanks. You really nice work. work, man. Appreciate it. We are very excited. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Okay. It's wonderful. And last, beer, beers on Louie later. Okay, go ahead. Last Dave. question <laughs> What is the biggest fuck up on any one transaction thus far in your career? Like, where you're like, oh, fuck. I love this question. Yeah. It's so good. It's great. Um, yeah, throughout the transaction, not, I don't want to go back to that one that overpriced. And no, know. that's weak sauce, man. Like, right. really, like, fuck. Yeah, we all do up. that. Yeah. Mm. It's not a unique one. Yeah, probably. Um, As an example, Tom and I have both left an appliance or two off of a purchase agreement. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, paid for a washer and dryer. I've lost real team north of fifty thousand dollars in my lifetime. That went up. You were at twenty five thousand two weeks ago. (laughs) I had a big mistake last week. I don't want to talk about it. No, okay. So, um, so what I'll do a lot of times when I go to write a purchase agreement, I'll copy and paste an old one. (laughs) And um, yeah, you leave. uh, You maybe leave a a different agent's name on there and um, totally different address or um, completely spell. You know, it's like. You know, Lake Orin is not in Wayne County. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you look like an idiot. But um, fortunately, I don't think I've lost anybody too much money yet. <laughs> and, uh, Are you really good at saying to, I'm sorry? But, uh, pro- yeah, but I think I'd say too much, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? But, so all you've done is misspell things on a purchase agreement. Eight, 16, 17 months in the business, you haven't made wow. a big fuck up yet? <laughs> as as he just as dropped he, his yeah. microphone. Right. I know. <laughs> Um, I no, I don't think so. I think of uh, no, never had to give money back to somebody or like, I, I don't know, like or someone told you they didn't want to work with like you. Like my first deal, I screwed up and had to pay like eight hundred bucks. Wow, you've never had to no, give, <laughs> wow. Maybe you <laughs> are really meticulous. Yeah. He's a painter. Knock, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, right. I would awesome. make, knock on wood. Yeah, I sure. did. I, yeah, I guess I lost trust from a buyer. Um, actually, just about a week ago. Ooh, should, okay. Tell us forty home. homes. Yeah, what happened? And, uh, you showed her forty whoa, whoa, whoa. homes, yeah. and now she's lost your trust. Well, that's what she tells me. Yeah, she said, you know, she's time to time to go somewhere else. She doesn't trust me anymore. Did you write but, offers uh, for her? We did. Yes. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So she said she you she you lost her trust. Did you ask her why? Yeah, yeah, and and she responded with that. Um, I mean, she thought that I was just trying to get a sale when uh, you know we'd already been to properties where I tried to talk her out of it, and she wanted to write on it. But you know, it was just sometimes personalities just don't match, and um, she's probably right that we didn't work together. We didn't work well together, which is fine. Let me ask you but- this question. How many houses did I mean, this is meant to make you very uncomfortable? Ooh. So, how many houses did you show her before you knew, like, 
hey, this probably isn't a good match. Like, we aren't just meshing. It probably two. Two? And then I just, yeah, kind okay, of stuck with so it. Okay, and... so why? Did you, why did you stick with her when you knew that it probably didn't make sense? Because the area she was looking was very close to the office and convenient for me to show her. So Okay. Um, that's, to be honest with you. But, um, no, she and I, our personalities never clicked from the beginning. So you probably um, spent, I mean, 40 houses, you probably spent what? Hours and 10, hours. And 10 hours? Evenings minimum. and evenings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, and then. We've all done it. I've done we it. Sure have. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say, okay. Part of what we do. You think every doctor that meets with a patient, like, likes their patient? <laughs> and um, vice versa. versa, right? No. No. No, but I don't think it's the same thing because I think that the doctor, ha- like, you the patient's like going to let the no, doctor. You think it's like a date every no. time, like, hey, let's go on a date. No, I just think that the doctor has to operate on the agent. Or on the on the uh, patient, the patient, right? The doctor has to operate. It doesn't matter if he li- likes the patient. That's well, the the client doesn't have to buy, correct? It's a little different, or no? I think the analogy stands. Anyway, I don't think the analogy stands. Just so we're on the same page. We'll talk about that right after this. Okay, <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, Louie, Jamie, this is my favorite part. You have fifteen to twenty seconds to just give us. Some words of wisdom before we end the podcast. Sure. Um, yeah, you guys just keep grinding. I don't know, um, you know, what your goal is with this podcast, but I hope that me being here has helped. Um, remember, uh, you know, you got to be in business to be successful in business. So just keep getting up every day and go after it. <laughs> Boom. Thanks, Louie. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Everyone. Have a great day. We will see you in two weeks. And um, do you guys remember who the next guest is? Jason Salem. Oh Lord. Ooh. Ooh. Jason Salem. It's gonna That's be a, a it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hard one to follow up. <laughs> that one we might yeah. need. We might need ninety minutes. Just yeah. He, <laughs> that he, guy that talks guy, more than yeah. anyone. He I know. talks more than anybody. He's yeah. He's even more conservative than I am, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's a higher eye than you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, He'll do anything to get people to like eye. him. Sorry, right. Jay. I, I love, love you, but you'll yeah. do anything. All right, everyone, have a great day. Thank you, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye.